Grandpa Jim, Motivation Central Station. How are you all today? I hope you're prospering. I hope you're achieving. I hope you're having a wonderful time. Uh, Let's talk about forgiveness a little bit. Uh, I need to be forgiven. I've been going off the rails with this this, uh, election, and I apologize. I just would like to see an honorable person running the office again. I would like to see um, good examples for my grandchildren, and I would like to see a bright future for them. I would like to see investing in our own country, something like the new Green Deal, and I'm pretty passionate about that. And so ah, I did have a little anger, you know, and anger's a regular human emotion. And anger can be a real good thing. It can really motivate you to uh, do things. And, you know, if you you get anger and you are looking for a way to channel that in a positive way, uh, sometimes taking a walk, creating some art, writing it down. There's some wisdom. It's said, whoever you're... Whoever you're angry with, write it down. Tell them everything you want to tell them. Uh, You know, get it all out on the piece of paper. And then uh, wisdom says, you know, walk it over to a trash can and throw it away. You know, because usually when we're angry, we do more damage than good. And so, uh, and then also on forgiveness, is there anybody that uh, you need to forgive Uh, Do you need to be forgiven uh, for anything? Um, I uh, wish you well. Um, I had a situation where, um, you know, I had uh, some stuff come against me. My mother abandoned us when we were kids. And uh, I was able to forgive her once I found out and had a talk with her. And she uh, told me she had a lot of uh, abuse come against her, uh, sexually, emotionally, gave me a better understanding. Uh, There wasn't treatment for those kind of things in those days. And so it gave me a better perspective and uh, really gave me a passion uh, to want to help people. Those that were lost can be found again. So... uh, But uh, I want to talk about a couple of things today. Uh, You know, uh, I'm hoping, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm hoping Joe Biden wins today just because uh, the man's been through a lot of pain. I understand he started the day at his son's grave and his wife was tragically taken from him. And people that have been, you know, um, felt a lot of pain and been able to overcome it can comfort a lot of people and I think there's a lot of people in this country um, that have felt a lot of pain over the last four years just some shocking stuff Um, and I want to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse and I saw the kid yesterday Um, I'm in the state of Wisconsin and Kyle Rittenhouse is uh, the person that showed up to uh, here in Wisconsin to Kenosha, the city where a gentleman by the name of Jacob Blake, African-American person, got shot in the back seven times. 
by a Kenosha police officer. It was a nation nationwide story, nationwide story. And, uh, you know, um, there still hasn't been any um, thing in there. Uh, as far as I know, just uh, Mr. Blake has a is paralyzed from the waist down. There still has no forward movement in the case, you know, whether the policeman's going to be charged. I don't know what's taken so long when you see a man put seven bullets into a guy's back, how that could be justified. Uh, you know, uh, he could have physically subdued him. He didn't need to have his weapon. And uh, I think that goes back to uh, four years ago, and it's probably even five years ago, uh, you know, and Kyle Rittenhouse, I saw this kid on, uh, a, you know, they showed his court hearing yesterday here in the state, the local news channels covered it. It was a zoom meeting. And so, um, they had one of the fathers of the kids. So, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse comes to Kenosha cause riots break out because Jacob Blake, uh, was shot in the back by this police officer. There's three days of rioting, and so there's a big, there's a big, um, there is a big riot that breaks out. Right? It's not even a riot. It's protesting. It's it's peaceful protesting, and then uh, it does uh, break into some stores getting looted. And we've talked about this before on other podcasts. People that live in poor communities, I work in the poorest zip code in the state of Wisconsin, okay? They have no opportunity. They have no job opportunity. So people say, just just get up. You know, you're lazy. People are lazy. No, they have no opportunities for work. They don't look at a store like you. Yesterday, I was um, helping somebody in that poor community and... Uh, we were driving and I said, oh my God, the gas prices down here are 50 cents higher than they are on the other side of town. These people are poor and then everybody just preys on them for their last dollar because they're landlocked and they can't uh, move away. And uh, so, yeah, there was some, uh, they don't look at a store. So uh, one African-American girl said one day down in Kenosha, um, every day I walk out of the house, I got to worry about my life. You know, I, I, you know, we don't look at a building like that. We feel life's more important than a building, you know? And so, and I don't condone that. I, not even for a second, I don't condone that behavior, right? I think it should be prosecuted criminally. I see, though I have empathy, I see where it's coming from. That I do, that I see. And so uh, Kyle Rittenhouse comes to Kenosha when a Kenosha alderman, and I did a podcast on him, uh, did a, put a, together a Facebook page. And the Facebook page said, come to Kenosha. It was called the Kenosha Guard, and it was a vigilante group run by a politician in Kenosha saying, bring your arms and bring them to Kenosha. But I really think... Uh, when Kyle Rittenhouse from Illinois shows up into Kenosha with his gun, uh, his rifle, 
and ends up murdering two people. Uh, the father was on this broadcast the other day um, after Kyle Rittenhouse had murdered a person. And Kyle Rittenhouse beat up a girl. It's on videotape earlier in the night when they first got to Kenosha. They were getting out of their car. They saw some African-American people. They went to confront him. And Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, threw some punches at a female. And, uh, you know, so he was in a, he did an interview later with a, like a, uh, you know, a journalist, you know, a uh, person that was out there for his podcast or whatever, um, for his YouTube channel was making a video and he interviewed Kyle Rittenhouse and he said, I'm willing to jump into harm's way. So the kid's already, you know, beat up a girl. He's, uh, his mind's not in the right place. He's ready to throw himself into any trouble, ends up murdering a guy. And then this gentleman that was on the podcast, his son ran up to him with a skateboard and tried to hit him over the head with it because he had just murdered somebody and his kid was, you know, trying to stop this Kyle Rittenhouse because I'm sure he didn't know if he was going to go, you know, um, take out more people or whatever, and then ends up getting shot himself. And the father was obviously very distraught when he was on this podcast. But when I looked at Kyle Rittenhouse, I'm looking at a kid, (laughs) a child. And like I said, I think this started all five years ago, you know, um, four years ago when Charlottesville happened. But I think if you go back even further, Trump was hanging out with this Alex Jones character on the internet. And all of a sudden, Trump starts learning that these conspiracy theories people, there's a lot of them out there, and they're uneducated, and they're a typical Trump supporter. It's like QAnon, you know, um, a group that supports Trump and has some radical ideas and thoughts. Um, and I did a podcast on that if you want to look it up. But uh, so this kid, I'm looking at this kid and I'm like, we failed this kid, you know, um, by he drank too much of Trump's Kool-Aid. You know, when Trump didn't march back Charlottesville, that was the beginning of the downfall of this country as far as I'm concerned. It gave the green light for these groups to prosper. And he's just been letting them, you know, the trucks the other day, there was a Biden bus in Texas traveling between, I think, San Antonio and Austin and a bunch of Trump trucks, uh, supporters surround this truck. And they, uh, there's a white SUV following the bus that's obviously with the bus. And they try to um, run these vehicles off the road. To me, that's second-degree murder. And then we had the case of um, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan where they tried to run, uh, take her hostage, you know, and they got videotape. And if you do some research on that, it's scary stuff. These guys were for real. They were going to kidnap her and put her out in a boat at sea, you know, Uh So I think uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, it's so sad to see this kid that was a product of the Trump administration 
And then, you know, failed parenting, his mother shows up in full army fatigues to Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, that same evening. So the household's in disarray. Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't in uh, high school. He had dropped out. Uh, so obviously there wasn't a lot of parental support there. Um, there's a lot that can, uh, you know, there's a lot of stop gaps to help kids stay in school. Um, you know, there's a lot of individual learning nowadays. And so, uh, you know, what Kyle Rittenhouse has done is really wrong. He shouldn't be um, set up like two that uh, they set it, his bail at $2 million because they know that some of these groups that want to put him on a pedestal, uh, you know, that he was doing the right thing uh, when he was doing the wrong thing. Um, so I just wanted to come on here today and say, uh, I've, please forgive me. I was, you know, upset the last few podcasts. I just want to see good for the nation. I want to see good for the future of my grandchildren. And so, um, you know, uh, win, lose, or draw acceptance is the key to all my problems today. So no matter who gets in office, uh, you know, we're still going to have neighbors next door. Um, the neighbor's more likely to help you with a difficult situation, whether that's emotionally or physically. If you're trying to, you know, carry an old couch out of the house, I don't think Joe Biden or Donald Trump uh, will show up, but your neighbor still will be. I uh, I do have friends that support the other side, and I respect their opinions, and I respect them as good people. And uh, so have a wonderful day today. Thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim. And, uh, you know, try to help somebody uh, today in any way you can. I'm going to. And, uh, and if you feel you don't have anything to give anybody, you can always give them that beautiful smile you have. Have a wonderful day.